Oi, oi, and welcome to a very special edition of the Orient Outlook podcast. It's good to be back. I'm Steve Nussbaum. Next to me is my bearded chum, Paul Levy. And on the phone is our second, well, another bearded chum, Monsieur Romain Vincelot. <laughs> very good. <laughs> welcome to the podcast, uh, Romain. Thanks for joining us. Um, when, when we spoke to you last, it was Christmas time. Um, we weren't really in, in the best of positions, we weren't in a great position in the league, but the hopes were quite high and things were quite positive um, despite our position. However, sadly things didn't improve and obviously we ended up getting relegated uh, at Swindon on the last uh, last game of the season. Can you just give us your thoughts on last season? think it was um, a combination of bad events in terms of you know maybe bad luck bad managerial appointments maybe lack of spirit on the pitch is there anything you can kind of put it down to in, in your opinion or I think it's just uh, just a lot of uh, mistakes coming from the top of the club uh, at the start and um, and then uh, players got got fed up at some point because um, it's very hard when, when you're in a bad, bad situation. Uh, man, man management is very important and um, if you don't speak the language, uh, uh, how do you do man management? So this is, this is what, what I think. Uh, the manager, Nivarani, when he, when he came, and, uh, he, wanted, he wanted to do well. I think, of course, he wanted to do, to do his best, but uh, it was uh, was very hard uh, for him to to communicate uh, the, the passion uh, he had. Uh, because when when you have somebody who speaks for three minutes with a, a lot of uh, conviction, you can feel that you don't understand the words, but you can feel yeah. the conviction, and uh, the person who translate that just. Uh, Translated in 20 seconds and um, as flat as possible. So it's just uh, like listening to, to a book. And so, you know, these kind of details uh, when you need passion and, uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, this was at the end. So there, there was problem earlier. So because like, even, uh, even uh, in a result of a good situation, even. So... Everything that happened from the start, I think uh, the the chairman, I think he realized that uh, he's, he's done some some mistake. Uh, just arriving in new business uh, in a new country, and you have to take at least uh, somebody who know uh, who know a bit of uh, of both. So that's what that's what I think. Absolutely, and. Um... 
in in terms of being a player, it must be quite frustrating when you, your manager is trying to communicate with you and you can't understand what your manager is really trying to say to you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because then you you yeah, just frustration, just the word. It's, you, what is he trying to tell me? Then you you look at, at the end, try to guess, and mm. uh, the game carries on. Uh, yeah, just a weird situation. So I guess it's obviously a complete contrast to how things were when Russell Slade was in charge. Then completely different, completely the opposite. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, that, that, that's why the, there hasn't been any transition or that, that's yeah. I mean, the, 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 that's, the, that's the main thing that we we started a bit slow, but not. Uh, uh, there was nothing to, to worry about too much at the start of the season. I think we would have to like build slowly, slowly up, I think. Okay. But, uh, mm, yeah. But that's why uh, this season, I think, that always will do well because uh, the new manager looks, looks very good. So I'm quite happy. Sure. We Okay, we did. Um, we were um, invited to do the uh, Orient commentary with uh, with Dave Victor, and um, we, I suppose, as it turns out, it was a bit of a by the grace of God that we were actually at the game, uh, Colchester, the Col- game. Colchester game post match when when Russell came out and said that he'd been given one game to save his to save his Orient career essentially. Uh, what what was the from the players' point of view? How, how did that ha- did that happen like that? Did, did was was that quite an effect? Uh, you know, quite a negative effect on the team. How, how did that play out as far as the you know the players were concerned? Uh, yeah, just uh, it brings uh, a bit of uh, instability, a bit of uh, like a bit of uh, yeah insecurity, insecure. Yeah. You know, just it's, oh shit, is that? Oh, it's like uh, you know when uh, you you you're on a boat, everything goes well, and so all of a sudden you, you just feel the the sea starting to 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 be waves, and you just think, oh, that won't be that won't be easy. Yeah. So, okay. So, do you think when Slade unfortunately left the club, do you think part of that spirit that he kind of made so so high kind of left the club as well? Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, uh, because he beat, he beat uh, the 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 side, uh, the the successful uh, Orient side that the man who built it. So, of course, if he, if he leaves, um, then there is something wrong with him. I think. Absolutely. So, obviously, we interviewed you at Christmas, um, and at that point, we were kind of flirting around bottom of the table. But then we kind of put a good run together. But Peterborough away, we lost one nil when you got injured, um, and unfortunately your season was over. That was the last game you played for us. What What do you remember about that game and and kind of when the challenge went in? Did you know instantly you'd got a bad injury or? Yeah, yeah when uh, when that happened, I knew it was straight away, so I stayed on the show, and uh, I knew that uh, I couldn't. There was no chance I could carry on because normally I would I just would try, and even if for ten. And then I said, "Oh no, it's not possible." There, I was just—I knew that uh, there was something not right in my body. So uh, you know, then then it was not very painful. Uh, It was not painful. It was just painful for one second. But then uh, there is no pain. You just have the the feeling that 
that because uh, something was falling. Yeah. Well, so that was the flukiest goal I think I've ever seen at a live football match. That that guy's goal was was he'll never score a, a goal like that yeah. ever again. Even in training, <laughs> he practiced it a hundred times and he still wouldn't do it again. Yeah, this is uh, you know when you are in, the, in this kind of situation, it's like you know what's happened to you. So I don't know if it's yeah, uh, it's always like that when you uh, the the year before. Um, some teams had uh, great great games against us, but couldn't score. Often because we were doing very well defensively, but uh, mm-hmm. then sometimes because of just lacking a bit of luck, or we had the luck. Take it as you want. But, yeah. yeah, you don't get the luck when you're at the bottom, unfortunately. Um, it yeah. just doesn't go your way. So obviously, you know, post Peter now, you're sitting sitting there watching the team. Um, you know, dropping points left, right, and centre, and obviously, you know, we never really got away from the relegation point to a mark where we could actually build on it uh, you know we, we we had a little run and then we lost a couple and probably shouldn't have lost some and probably shouldn't have won others and so yeah. on how how difficult is it to sit there and watch your teammates you know in, in that position yeah it's uh, well it's it's very hard but um, it's not like I could uh, if it was like a three four weeks injury it would have been very stressful, but I knew that I was out, out for out, so there was nothing, nothing I could do at all. So, yeah, I was trying just to be very positive around all the lads, just trying to uh, to bring a bit of confidence, to have good work with everyone. But there was nothing else I could do, so I was not, I was not like uh, kidding myself or nothing I can do. Just uh, trying to be positive at the time. Absolutely, and and do you reckon um, had you been fit, do you think you could? We might have avoided relegation because I think you you were one of the key players in terms of who we were missing, and I, I think there's definitely an argument there to say that had you been fit, we might we might not have been relegated. Well, if I was fit, yes. Oh, don't say that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was fit before, and we were still in. Uh... We were in the relegation zone as well, so yeah. top, top top man for saying that. Top man. Yeah. Okay. What What do you remember about Swindon away last game of the season? Uh, I was uh, was uh, checking my phone every five minutes, but um, it's like I knew that in some in a way I was thinking I would love that to happen, but uh, for me, if that would have happened. I was thinking, okay, we are lucky because we've all done the wrong thing in the club. Don't know if we deserve it. Yeah. You know, and but I was thinking, okay, I take it anyway. But uh, <laughs> I, I was, I was thinking, well, sometimes you always say, oh, there is a justice. So, so you always, you always hope for for justice when you think. But then to to be at this situation on the last game, you think, well. Then I'm sure I would say if we would have uh, said that, I would say I would have, I would have found a, a way to find justice in it. To say yeah, yeah, that's justice anyway. But uh, on the last game, you can't be like too disappointed. I was not like, oh no, it's impossible we're going down. But it's something you see coming for for for, for a few games. When you are on the last game, you are already in the, in the bottom. You. Know? You can't you can't cry just on the last game. Yeah. Uh, it means that you you didn't realize that before. 
then uh, that, then it's a, it's a it's a it's a big mistake if you don't realize, realize earlier that you might go down. So so because if you don't realize the the urgency, the emergency of the situation, then uh, then uh, you just you, you just cry, but uh, nothing nothing uh, will happen from your tears. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously we got relegated, but then quite. Um, well, I don't know. Famously, is the right word, but the players were called back into training for like another two weeks. So, as an injured player, were you called back to training, or were you kind of told just to stay at home and, and rest up? No, 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 because I was already like doing a lot of uh, rehab, so I was uh, I was there with the lads. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just me. Uh, to be honest, uh, I didn't change anything for me because I, I did plan to to stay until the end of May to do all my rehab and then go on holiday. So it didn't affect me, but uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a weird thing again. One of, uh, one of the many things uh, that you, you shouldn't see in football. Yeah, yeah, it's not, not, not common. So were, were you sad to see Fabio Liverani get sacked? Was I, sorry? Were you sad to see Fabio Liverani get sacked? Or were you quite I happy? Think it was hard. I think it was very hard for him. Because uh, all the fans didn't like him. Yeah. And uh, some of the players didn't like him. But uh, maybe it's because uh, I'm a foreigner coming in uh, in England or in, in any country when you're a foreigner. It's, uh, you know how hard, how hard to, to come to try to, to settle to a new new culture, a uh, new language. So on one one hand, I think he uh, didn't do enough uh, language-wise to have a proper, maybe a proper, proper translator with him that would uh, translate it very quick, very uh, accurate. Yeah. And because otherwise I was thinking, well, he, yeah, he's, he's trying, he's... Uh, He's trying, but if you don't get uh, all the, the support, uh, it's, uh, it's complicated. So I think it was not his fault. I think just uh, if you somebody gives you a job and you think, yeah, why not? I will take it. It's, it's maybe the, the fault of the one who gives you the job if you're not the one for it. Yep. When, so mo- moving sort of forwards now, when, when did you actually decide that it was time for you to move on. When when had you had that conversation with your wife, or, or with, you know that thought in your head to say, actually, you know what, next season I don't want to be here. It's it's not as good for my career to be here as it is to be in the league above. When when did you decide that? Um, the thing that uh, one one year, uh, so after the the playoff we lost, um, so it never came out in the. Officially, but I did uh, I did a medical at Leeds, and I, I failed I failed my medical okay. somehow, uh, and uh, so I didn't sign there, and um, so I had to remotivate myself uh, and say yeah let's go let's go again then, and um, so for me I managed to to stay focused uh, on Orient uh, without a problem because. Uh, because of the teammates, because of the fans, and uh, but then I was thinking uh, it's going to be my last one because I really feel 
I need to, to go to work something else to, to, to get out of my comfort zone and like everything that happened after that uh, of course just uh, just told me that uh, yeah I definitely needed to, to, to go to go somewhere else and uh, see something something different so so regardless of relegation last season had we stayed up you still probably would have le- would have left the club yeah 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 yeah, yeah of course uh, the, the relegation just uh, make it even more like uh, urgent, but um, now otherwise I was uh, even even uh, in uh, in January. Uh, I was thinking, well, if if a come if a club comes, uh, I really would uh, think seriously about it. But then I was thinking, I just would like to to live in uh, in June. The, the, the the best situation because like January is a bit weird. You always arrive somewhere where the team is already done, and uh, I don't like it too much. And then I was thinking, yeah, that, that would be just nice to, uh, to be able to leave and like leaving the club in a uh, in League One, and that's it. But uh, yeah, it didn't happen that way. Okay. So how how did the move to Coventry come about then? How how did that work out? Um, so I, I told uh, when it was still Liverani at the end of uh, last season uh, that I wanted to leave, and he said that that was not possible. But then uh, I knew that there was few teams uh, in League One uh, that, that, that liked me quite a lot for 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 a few times for for a few yeah few few years. So I was thinking, well, uh, I will see after my holiday, but um, I want to I want to go somewhere else. And uh, I always knew that Coventry uh, liked me uh, for for one or two one or two years, and this is one of the clubs I was maybe looking for uh, even before there was any contact. Like uh, for me in League One to to go for a while, it was this kind of club like Coventry. Um, I know uh, Sheffield United, for example, a big big structure structure. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Big uh, fan base and a big history. This is uh, like getting, I mean, getting a bit older. So I was thinking, I want to to improve uh, in terms of career. So it has to be through uh, through a bigger club uh, in terms of uh, of uh, potential. Uh, you know, the fans, the, the stadium, the, this kind of thing. So when um, then when uh, when I came back from from holiday, I had a good uh, a good chat with uh, Ian Hendon, explaining to him uh, what uh, what my feelings were, and uh, was very very good conversation with him because he didn't want to let me go, but I told him that there was not really any chance that. It would get me at my best level. Uh, if, I, if I would have said because I played with my heart and uh, and my motivation, and and uh, I said to him, I know that there, there is a few few good teams that are looking looking at me, and I couldn't I couldn't uh, stay at Orient knowing that uh, I could play higher because I came in England. Um, I did a lot of sacrifice for for it. I don't see my family. 
I've got some uh, nephews and nieces uh, every year. Uh, I see them once and uh, they grow up. And uh, so that's why when I came back uh, this summer, I was thinking it's too important because when I, when I see everything I miss, mm. uh, I want that to, to, for a reason. I came in England for a reason, to play at the highest level and being at the end of my career proud of what I've done, what I've won, and uh, what level I've played. So, so he, he listened to that uh, and said, I can't let you go for free. I don't want to let you go. So if somebody wants you, they, they, they will have to really want you and pay something. Yeah. So so then uh, then Coventry came, and uh, as soon as they came, uh, I said, I don't want to, to wait in forest if they can make an offer. And uh, oh, I don't agree. Uh, I just go there because this is one of the clubs I, I, I would love. I would love to go for. We um, we both went to Coventry away last season, and it is a, it is a pretty impressive stadium and infrastructure there. So I can yeah. see I can see why. Um, so oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Now I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, making that silly comment. Um, okay, so the comment that Ian Hendon made about. Um, sort of you making it clear that you didn't want to play at the club, uh, obviously in League Two, and on the basis you've reluctantly uh, agreed to let him go. I've just remembered what the what the uh, what my question was um, to go to commentary for an undisclosed fee. Do you know what the fee was that they paid for you? Because there's there's been a few rumours, or I say rumours, but perhaps sort more more informed people that have sort of made comments on social media. Are, are you aware of what 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 fee you paid? What sorry, what no. fee was paid for you? No, no, no. Okay. And I don't know anything about uh, about the, the fee. So and uh, I think the less I know and the less I say is better. <laughs> yeah, the better. <laughs> that's fine. I wasn't going to ask you what what it was, but my next question would have been like, does that sort of thing affect a player? But that that's that's fine. So so obviously, as you said, you were going to leave Orient regardless. But did the did did the relegation make you feel like maybe you wanted to give it one more season? Or did you feel more a responsibility to maybe stay for one more season to try and get the club out of League Two? Mm, now because for me, uh, I'll be honest, last year I've done, I've, I've, give, I've given my everything. Absolutely, okay. But well, everything, so uh, I can I can look in the mirror and say, you know what, I've done what I have to do. I've done it. Uh, maybe there is some game I was not the best, not the but. I gave my best every single game. Oh, you my heart, everything. So I can leave and say, for me, I've done everything I could. Is that, is that the case of everyone? I'm not sure about that. So, uh, me, I can leave. I can leave because I, uh, I've been 100%, I've done my job 100%. So that's what I think. Absolutely, and that's why the fans took to you, and I think that's why some of the fans are a bit are a bit hurt, you know, understandably, because you were one of the fans' favourites. You're a warrior. As I said, when when my when my boss, who's a commentary fan, said, "What what are we getting out of Romain Vincelo?" I said, "Someone with a a superb engine and a superb work ethic, and someone who will battle for you 110 percent." And that and that is absolutely why the Orient fans loved you, and and obviously yeah. wanted you to stay. When players who they don't respect leave, you don't hear anything. It's it's the ones who matter. That make most of the fans who who you get the most noise about. Yeah, completely. Which agree. is a compliment. So obviously, um, you're on your way to commentary. Did you get a chance to say goodbye to the lads at Orient? No, 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 no. Because uh, when uh, when everything was uh, ongoing uh, for two days, and I was still uh, training 
uh, just wanted to respect uh, completely the, the work of uh, of the manager and not to disturb anything to because yeah he's been very uh, understanding can you say that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, so the, the best I could do it was just to be quiet and uh, and not say anything so uh, so it happened uh, one night so I didn't come back uh, to home the day after uh, just texted there. Uh, a few a lot of takes from from the lads, which were nice. Yeah. Awesome. Who who will you miss the most, Romain? Oh, it's a, it's a good question. Uh, Whoever uh, you say, everyone else is going to be upset. But we, you know, we we we're, uh, we're okay with that. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Mathieu, because it was always nice to uh, to speak uh, with him. Uh, in French and uh, and uh, we share the same experience uh, of being foreigners and yeah. plus he's and, easy yeah. prey for your banter isn't he <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone he's picked jealous. on him he's jealous <laughs> <laughs> jealousy yeah <laughs> and what will you miss most about Orient if anything uh, about the club everything forget players and teammates and, and what not what I think uh, the Saturday uh, after the game, uh, to have my beer in, uh, in the supporters club. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was nice. Uh, with uh, when my friends and family were were coming, we were always uh, going to the supporters club for for a few. And uh, uh, this is uh, uh, this is really something nice and something you don't see very very often. Absolutely. What about the Cuckfield? The Cuckfield are going to miss you as well, from from what I've heard. So obviously we announced the interviews and we got loads of feedback from fans. So we're going to start asking a few fans questions. Um, so firstly, Graham Levy asks if there was one current Orient player who you could take with you to Coventry, who would it be and why? If there was what? Sorry. One current Orient player that you could take with you to Coventry. Who and why? Uh, it's a good question. Uh, if, uh, if I stay very, very pragmatic, <laughs> okay. uh, I would say Jay Simpson because uh, I know that the, the gaffer is looking for, for strikers. So tell him, tell him Simpson's out of bounds. But yeah, he's under contract. But tell him, da- yeah, tell him Henderson's available. <laughs> <one hour. laughs> yeah, tell him Darius Henderson's available. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, Julian Fern asks, how proud were you when you ran out at Wembley in an Orient shirt, and will you ever become a manager? So there's two questions there. Um. How proud were yeah. you when you ran out at Wembley? Was the first question. Yeah, that was. Um, yeah, very very proud of course because uh, this is uh, this was like a, a big treat for for a long season and uh, a good work uh, of uh, all the lads. Uh, but uh, it was very didn't end uh, like uh, I don't like to remember it to be fair. So. Um, but a big pride, of course, when you when you walk in, you it's it's not about pride to be said. It was um, when you walk in, 
it's more I was more thinking about uh, determination and aggressivity to be fair. I was not in that kind of mood like oh yes I'm proud I'm in Wembley because now the job has to be done first. Uh, the pride will would have would have come after. Because uh, I remember uh, when I won the pair final with Dagenham, yeah, there was a big fight um, moment uh, after the, the final whistle. Well, I just like for a few seconds, I just ignored everything was was going on uh, beside of me and just thought about all I've done to to achieve that. And then uh, before the game, you talk, you're more about the game, or focus on the game. And uh, for the manager, um, I've got a few, few friends who just keep telling me that I would, I would be a good manager, but uh, no, I don't see myself at all doing that. At all. I don't think I would have the patience to do it. Okay, okay. Um, and so we've got Matt Roper, who runs the Pandemonium fanzine, says, um, what in your opinion was the single biggest factor of last season's poor performance? You can't put one single because uh, also why would have been too easy? You just have to identify one thing and just say, oh, that's it. That's what we're missing. No, it just you can't say one thing. It's uh, it's just such a combination of many, 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 many details. So uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, perhaps you can correct us, and, and fans probably it's more fan talk than anything else. But it was rumored that because certain players join the club on reportedly sort of quite high wages for a League One club, that this became an issue amongst the players in the dressing room, which kind of sort of gets into the heads and sort of starts effect, affecting form and relationships and bonding within the team. Um, and obviously, particularly as, as generally as a club, we, you know, the players generally fail to, to perform to, to you know, high standard to keep us in League One. So... Do, do, does that come into it, or is that more of a fan talk type thing? Do... I think, I think, yes, there was maybe um, frustration, but not at all towards the the players uh, that were on uh, on Germany. Because okay. you think uh, you, you have to be uh, honest, and you think uh, if somebody comes and proposes uh, this kind of contract to you, uh, you're gonna say yes. And so this is not the the players' fault. So, so there was frustration. More because of uh, oh, there's been why the club doesn't then if they consider me as a good player as well, they don't give me a better contract. Mm. Uh, so it was more towards maybe the club rather than towards the player. So there was not uh, there hasn't been any like issues uh, between players at all. That's good to know. Okay, so another question from from Cliff Weston um, was was generally. With obviously all the goings on, with all the changes of ownership and, and and whatnot, what was there potential at the start of the season more so a bit of a hangover from the disappointment of Wembley? Did did, did that affect the players coming back for pre season? Obviously, you had a shorter close season because obviously Wembley went on till the end of May and then you're back at what the end of June. So instead of having sort of eight weeks off, you only had probably sort of four or five. Did did that play a part in in potentially sort of you know, the beginning part of the season not going so well? Yeah, of course. I think uh, if you look at the, the season on 2013-2014, I think that Brentford didn't, didn't do a great start because uh, it's so 
hours afterwards after the final and then you have to go again and you realize yeah, 42 games, that's what we did last year and we did it so well and we didn't pay. So it looks like a big task to go again. Uh, so so it, it, I think for me it's a bit normal if you not normal but uh, it's not a surprise if you do a slow start. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've had a few questions about um, Francesco Bichetti as a chairman. Was he quite hands-on? Did you see him a lot? Was he was he quite involved in what was going on? Who? The chairman, Mr. Bichetti. <laughs> yeah, obviously uh, not. Then. <laughs> 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 no, I, mean, I think I shake I shake his hand uh, two or three times. I think. Wow. Okay. Now some people prefer to be like that and just hands off and let the other people do it and, and then not get involved whereas other chairmen like yeah, to yeah, yeah. get heavily involved and get busy in the team affairs and it it, it, yeah. it all up so so we had it was more like we didn't see him that much that much to be honest but uh, uh, he still had I think a bit of influence uh, sometimes uh, on, the, on the team sheet I think okay so we we got a, a lot of questions from a variety of different places, and one of them obviously being Twitter. And so there's a guy on there called at Magnus Pugna who asks us a question that says, "Why didn't you score in the game in mid-September?" His wife said that their son could be called Remain if you scored that week, and he was born. He said he tweeted you, and I think you you retweeted it or, or you replied. But he said, "But joking aside." <laughs> Who was the best player in your time at Orient and why? Uh, a few good players. Uh, Kevin Lisby. Okay, Super Kev. Super Kev, yeah. Friend yeah. of the show. <coughs> Kevin Lisby. Yeah, yeah okay. just because yeah. he had uh, he had everything. Uh, like he could still run in the in the space when he wanted. Uh, Hold the ball uh, and pass people, and, and more important, that uh, satisfy. He was still striving for it. He was still hungry. So for me, that was uh, the best combination. Mm. Yeah. He he must be a dream forward to play with as a central midfielder. Someone who can make good runs off the ball and hold the ball up, yeah. so you can all bump forward. He must be a great a great a dream to play with. And 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 as well, a uh, top man with. Uh, Always encouraging and uh, positive. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and his, uh, his wife's a good cook as well, apparently. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always good to have him around. Yeah. Cool. At Mossy LJ says, "Do you feel that Matteo Baldry, with his dress sense and bands, is an embarrassment to your country?" Yeah, of course. That's why you know about <laughs> <laughs> why, why do you think you feel he's in England? Well, yeah, they kicked they, him out of France. They, they, took his, they took his passport back. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also goes on to say he'd like to thank you for your time at Orient. Your passion at the club will never be forgotten, and neither will your beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I had a lot of uh, very nice uh, messages, and uh, it was very like yeah, emotional to 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 try, trying to read uh, all of them, and uh, I'm just happy because I think that most of most of of the fans just realize that it's uh, it, it, it's something that had happened. Uh, that I have to move on, and uh, but when I was here, I just I just gave everything. So uh, I, I can't uh, I 
can't say that um, I'm ashamed of anything, not at mm. all. It's just uh, it's my career. Uh, I'm 29, and uh, and I don't know how long uh, it's going to be. Uh, I first left. I hope uh, six, seven, eight years, maybe. Uh, maybe it's going to be shorter. Maybe I will have an injury, uh, touch wood, uh, somewhere. Mm. Yeah, I'm in the kitchen. So, so, yeah, and uh, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, uh hopefully uh most of most of the the people understand my uh, my choice yeah absolutely and i think it'd be a great thing hopefully you've or if we can go up next season and you know if country don't go up and you return with an opposing team i think i think you'll get one hell hell of a reception I think you'll get an absolutely standing ovation from from the majority of the crowd. The sensible ones, you will. Absolutely. The sensible fans. And unfortunately, we haven't got that many. But, um, yeah, you certainly will. Not like Jamie Jones when he came back. Um, Okay. At Sam Boast One says, Firstly, you're a fan's favourite. Thank you for the memories. What was the highlight of your Leighton Orient career? And that was also asked by Ali McDonald 5. The highlight of... uh, Of your career, yeah. Yeah, easy. Wembley. I think that's the, 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 no, no, no Wembley. Playoff night. Playoff semi-final at all. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Fans on the pitch. Yeah, that was and what yeah. are your hopes for the future with Coventry? What have they sort of said to you? What What's the plan there? What What do you hope there? You know, this is the kind of, of club you you don't really have to say anything. You You know that this kind of club has to go up at some point. So. Uh, uh, they don't belong to, to, to League One, I think, uh, uh, when you see the training ground, when you see the stadium. So, you know that you will go somewhere ambitious and um, the manager just, uh, you, you just have to look at uh, what he's done before. So, it's such a uh, big, big name that uh, you can only see the club going forward uh, with him. So, hopefully we, we're going to aim for... for for promotion yeah, yeah absolutely okay at morgan underscore con 97 says after getting injured at peterborough away last season did you think that that would be your last appearance for the club well at the time yeah uh i didn't really think about that when uh, when i was on the <laughs> with my knee uh falling apart i didn't have time to think about it. okay um, one bizarre question that Kate well not bizarre but one that's slightly less serious shall we say Ian Manny Rennie John um, asks who would win in a fight you or Scott Cuthbert hmm Scotchman uh, I would say me because you have to be confident yeah <laughs> absolutely and can you please score against Wigan because his old flatmate who isn't very nice supports them so um, if you could do that that would be great um, okay, that's, that's the first game of the season, so that, that would be a good start. Yeah, very good start. At football CJW, did you actually understand any of Fabio Liverani's tactical information? And in brackets, if there was any. Yeah, 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 yeah there was, there was a lot. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's the thing with being French. Uh, Italian and French are very similar. So uh, we just put an I. Uh, well, well, they put an I. We put something else at the end. But uh, otherwise, the structure of the world, there is a lot of uh, similarities. So sometimes I could uh, I could guess, 
PDR1112 says, do you think the Orient will get promoted this season? Mm, I think so. I mean, I think so. There is a good, good chance because, to be fair, when when I first arrived uh, from, from pre-season and I had uh, I talked with the, the manager, um, it, was, it was clear that the club is going the right way. Uh, when you see the people here, uh, he's bringing as well, uh, Andy, Santana, um, he's, he's, he's a top man, and he's very experienced as well. Um, all the staff, uh, the new uh, fitness guy, physio, they're very professional, and that that was good, that, that looked good. So uh, I think uh, with the players there is, uh, yeah, they would, be, they would be at the right end of the table this time. So this year is a very, very different setup to last year in a sense that I know you started with Russell Slade, but just the team that he's put together, Ian, now is much better, obviously, much more professional, if you like, than what you had with, say, Fabio Liberani. Um, just that they speak English first, so and they have the, the boys are used to this kind of uh, speech to this kind of the, the, the method and uh, so and yeah this is maybe the way they, they think that it's more serious so I think it's more serious because they do the they do it the way the English uh, English players are, are used to and uh, I think the problem is the Liverani and his staff uh, who are trying to do some stuff without really explaining and uh, so it didn't make it Look good at the time. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. At Luke Br nineteen ninety eight says, ever since I've been going to Orient, you've been one of my favourite players, along with Cox and James. We will all miss your determination and work in the middle of the park. My question is, what was your best goal at Orient? Uh, best goal. Uh, I think it Maybe the one at uh, Sheffield United. Yep. Yeah, the header. The header. Yeah, just because it was like uh, ninety-seven minutes. Yeah. Just uh, equaliser. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair enough. Absolutely. So um, Simon Bernstein on Facebook asks, "Have you bought a TV yet?" No, no, no. Will you be buying a TV? Mm, no, I don't <laughs> plan to. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> I don't know how much there is to do in Coventry. You might get bored and you might need to buy a telly. Um, I don't know how much there is to do up there. Nah, there's plenty. There's plenty of things to do. Uh, there is a few few places to go. Uh, Warwickshire looks nice, to be fair. Yeah, Warwickshire's Absolutely. very nice, yeah. So so what do, you do, what do you do when you're not playing football? You just kind of relax, listen to music... Yeah, a bit of uh, music, uh, reading. Uh, you know, I've got a computer, so sometimes I watch I watch uh, uh, series or movies, but just I uh, don't switch on the TV and uh, watch all the fucking ads uh, <laughs> that, that, that go go on and go on every five minutes uh, during your program. So that's why I can't I can't stand it. I can't. I agree. The aggression of uh, the, the people who are trying to put things in my head, I just, I just don't, don't like it. 
Fair enough. No, uh, bang on, mate. Bang on. Fair play. Um, at Chris Kane underscore nineteen ninety two says, "Do you feel that that your decision to come over here from France to pursue your footballing career has been justified?" Uh, what, what, what does it mean? Uh, um, so, do do you think that? So, the, 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 what what Chris is asking is, do you think that the um, what the sacrifices that you've been made have been worth it to come over to England uh, to play football? I'm I'm not uh, I'm not where I want to be yet. So that's why uh, that's why uh, I'm doing this move as well, and uh, that's why I said to to the manager who uh, was asking uh, who was asking me because he was saying that he knew my, he knew my, he knows my my passion, uh, how I play and stuff. He just I uh, just hope that you still have the same fire that uh, that you have had. Uh, the last few years, and I said, yeah, because I don't, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be. I haven't achieved what I want to achieve. So yeah, it's still burning inside me. So that's why I took this decision to 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 to, to go forward. So, so what so what do you see as your kind of burning ambition to play in the championship, or is it Premiership? Where what would be what would be the point where you look back and you go, do you know what, I've I've, I've made it there. Just to have the feeling that I, I will have. I've taken all the opportunity to 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 get to get what I deserve. Uh, so the next step for me is to to get promoted. So the, this is the target for this season is to work uh, as hard as possible to 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 try to to, to get it. And then in the championship, uh, we will see. And I will try to establish myself as a a good player in championship and uh, if, I, if I earn uh, a promotion one day in, uh, in the Premier League even if I'm 33 uh, I take it and uh, this would be something I would be very very proud of but even if uh, if it doesn't happen but I have the feeling uh, I've done everything I could I, I would be happy and uh, it would be worth it Absolutely So Moving to a slightly different subject now, Les Kay and um, a few others uh, have asked at SMCCA8421 says, do you wish that you'd taken a penalty in the playoff final? Mm, no, because I, I didn't put myself because I was I was very tired and all, all my, um, my anchors and uh, calves well, every time I was uh, walking was so painful that I think that the people who just put their hands up and say, yeah, I go, I go, I think they were feeling better than me then. And uh, so the, that was the right thing to do. No, absolutely. Absolutely agree. Um, David 12 Lloyd asks, what other sports do you follow? Um, I like tennis. Uh, I follow a bit of rugby and uh, I follow the MotoGP. Oh, that, that's good because the next question is from Adam Mega, yeah. who says who will yeah. who will win the MotoGP World Championship? Yeah, I would love uh, Rossi to to win it again. Cool, that that's cool. Um, uh, at uh, Leighton Orries asks if you could choose the setting for a photo shoot. Would it always be in the middle of a road with a lamp? Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I think that was a pretty iconic picture, actually. That's I think that's picture. pretty awesome. Was that Johnny Davis's idea? Uh, no, I think this is um, 
Like a kind of uh, Simon. Simon. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty awesome, yeah. actually. Very, Very urban. Good. Yeah. I thought that was really good. Um, at yeah. Nicky Bristow says, what was the feeling in the squad when Moses left and then again when Barry Hearn sold the club? Um, that was good for Moses. That was, uh, I think, very, very well deserved. So, uh, so we we uh, we were thinking, yeah, it's uh, it's normal. This is the next step for him, and uh, uh, there was nothing wrong with that at all. Um, if he would have been promoted in the championship, it would have been good for him to to stay and get the experience. But yeah, the, he's a very, very talented young player. So. Um, when you see how quick the game goes now, you, you have to take the opportunities. So uh, because now he's done a very good season and Premier League club are, are on him, so it, it was very, very good for him. I'm pleased yeah. for him. Absolutely. And then when when the you know, when uh, Barry Hahn sold the club, we were thinking, yeah, good. If, if it's you know you, you can't, I don't think it's fair to be like to. To think that Barry Hahn did the, the wrong decision because you don't know, you, you can't know um, what the next person will do because the next person, when when they were negotiating, I was sure that I was saying I would do that, 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 I want to go there. Then, okay, so he, what can he do? So, because I, I think a few fans were very angry uh, uh, when they saw what was uh, going on at uh, Orient. Uh, this season, uh, saying, oh, Barry Hearn, you sold us to, uh, uh, you know, uh, could have been completely different and uh, people would have uh, just said, oh, thank you, uh, Barry Hearn, to have sold the club to this guy. So, I don't think we can we can blame um, Barry Hearn at all. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I agree. At Stan23Martin says, who has had the biggest influence on you besides your family or friends? Mm. Biggest influence. Yep. It's hard to say because uh, one of the biggest influence, uh, is maybe in one way, was uh, the baker in uh, the small village where I was uh, uh, playing at the start uh, when I was uh, like ten or nine, ten. And uh, because he took me to every, uh, I don't know how you call that. You know, when you're young and you, there is some detection, like you go to, the, the, you go in a city and there is a few, few clubs that bring their their best players as well, and people just uh, watch you. And uh, if if you're good enough, you go to the next round, oh, and like then trials. to the next one again. Yeah, like trials. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, trials, but it's not for a team, it's just for like... Uh, Individual from players. The same yeah, yeah from, from the same county or... or okay. Yeah. yeah. And, so, uh, by him was, pushing yeah, you, was, that, that helped yeah. you get into it. Yeah, yeah because uh, sometimes it was like, uh, I don't know, 45 miles to, to go. And uh, my family couldn't, uh, couldn't bring me there. And uh, this guy, uh, he was the, the coach and... Um, it was a baker as well, so they, they do a very uh, hard shift uh, working-wise. And every time there was something, he said, oh, don't worry, I will bring you. And he was bringing me every time. And when I was I was 10, I was going to training. It was raining with my bike. And on the way back, he was like, 
with my bike in his uh, in his car and uh, drive me home. So this guy did a lot for me uh, uh, when I was very young, and as because of him that I could then go to a professional club. So maybe without him, I don't know if I would have uh, just done the first step. So I would say him. Yeah, cool. At Caroline B says, I have a question for the bearded one. Eric Cantona or Zinedine Zidane? Uh, Antona. Cool. Yeah. Um, ono underscore Riley says, what was the strength of Slade's team compared to someone else's team, one of the other managers' team, whether that's Mauro or, or, or Fabio's team? What, what were the strength of Slade's team compared to to the other teams, what do you think that his teams had that maybe the, the others didn't have? Um, it's hard to put it like that. I would say it's more the club. Uh, maybe the club at the time with uh, Russell Slade was a complete unit. And so the, um, the team on the pitch was a unit as well. So uh, you know, it's more, I would more, I would put it that way. Okay, that's fair. Unity yeah. seems to be a big, big buzzword big thing for with, Slade, isn't it? Yeah, things, absolutely. Yeah. At George Gurks says, I speak for all Orient fans when I say good luck, you beautiful bearded man, and thanks for the memories. <laughs> so not a question, but a goodbye uh, from, from George. Um, will you still come... Um, so, sorry, at Len... Uh, M4 asked, "Will you still come and visit the supporters club? Obviously, when you when you can. Will that ever happen?" Well, uh, it's gonna be complicated, or it won't be a good sign if I come. I mean, I'm not playing on the other side uh, in Coventry. So, uh, <laughs> if we play against uh, each other, I would uh, come for sure. Or uh, if uh, if one day I'm in London uh, and somehow you Orient play and then uh, I'm free. Yeah. Absolutely, you could be our special guest, Romain. You can sit in row E of the Tommy Johnson stands, seat forty-two. You can, yeah, you can have my seat. I'll move. Okay. Um, so moving on. So moving on. We had a lot of tweets about the beard. Um, it's a very well favoured beard at Orient. So at Dylan Webb eighteen eighty-one says, "Are you keeping the beard?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just uh, trimmed it uh, a bit because of the allergy. Uh, you know the pollen and stuff. It was just sticking a bit in the beard during the day, and uh, caused me a bit of, uh, of trouble. So I trimmed it a little bit. Okay. So it's a bit shorter, but it's still still here. Okay. And Ollie Pierce eighteen and S underscore Fitz ninety five asks, how much effort do you have to put in to maintain that beautiful beard? Well, not that much. You just have to to wash it uh, two or three times a day, just to. To make sure, but uh, no, it's uh, it's a uh, low maintenance. Okay. Um, at Howard Gould says, "Who was your favourite liaison officer at the club?" <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, he, he he has asked us to pass on his thanks to you for all the work you you did with him and all the community projects. So he was very grateful. Yeah, uh, he's a he's a top man. Uh, that's why I, why I love Orient as well because uh, I've met uh, uh, I've met some very very good persons. Cool. Yeah. No, he is. He's a top guy. Um, so from the message board, so the user I'm not a hero 
says, my question is, from what you've seen in your little time together with, with Ian Hendon, do you believe he is the right man to turn the club around? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. as I said earlier, it's, uh, it's good to to see uh, like the, 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 the training and, uh, and everything he's done since he arrived. It's a complete uh, transformation and uh, a good one, a very good one. Beautiful. That's music Beautiful. to our ears. That really is. Fine. So we've got two last questions for you, Romain. Um, yeah. And then the final questions from us. So how would you like Orient fans to remember you? Uh, just as someone that uh, did uh, all, uh, all he can to, uh, to do the, the job uh, uh, properly, to, uh, to, do, to do it the, the right way and... Uh, with uh, uh, 100% uh, any single time, good day, bad day, uh, just uh, just give it, uh, give it everything. Cool, absolutely. And last question, Mr. And Lee. yeah, just to end on this, really, what do you have a farewell message to to all the Orient fans? Is there anything you'd like to say? Because obviously, you don't really get an opportunity to do that. Otherwise, you haven't even said goodbye to the lads face to face. But you know, is is there is there a message? Farewell message to, to the Orient fans that you'd like us yeah, to be able to pass on. Uh, first, uh, I would like to say uh, to say thank you for for, for all the the support uh, uh, when I when I played. Uh, it's been uh, one of the best period of my life, uh, to be fair, uh, especially at 2013-14 uh, season when uh, when everything like was was just perfect. And uh, this is because of them as well. Uh, so a big thank you for that, and um, just like carry on the, to make this club just uh, a wonderful, a wonderful club because uh, it's just still, still a family, family club in a way. And uh, I think it uh, sometimes uh, maybe some clubs uh, lose lose it. Uh, even at the same level um, or the same size, and um, now just, just uh, yeah, it's been it's been a very very good period, and uh, I've met a lot lot of people, and uh, I wish uh, I wish them to 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 go up again and uh, to beat to beat from uh, from all the pain from last year and uh, to have. Uh, so a good one, a very good one, and uh, smile, smile again, and be be behind the behind the team. Awesome. Thank you very much, and 